Hello and welcome to Not That Anybody Asked. I feel like it's only been five seconds since the last time I recorded and that's because it's only been literally three days. This week I recorded the episode kind of late and this week I'm trying to be early because it's a holiday week and so I just want to get it kind of out of the way so I don't have to worry about it. I just know that we're going to be really busy and I don't want to forget because then I will let people down and I cannot do that. So being that it's only been five minutes since my last episode, I really don't have much to update you guys on. The only thing that's been happening is I accidentally killed my pumpkins and that's tragic for me. I was only trying to thin it out because it had a couple leaves that had died and I was trying to get the dead leaves off and I accidentally snipped an entire gigantic pumpkin. And I don't know if you know this, I surely did not, but vines of pumpkins will root themselves. Like if parts of the vine touches the ground, it will grow little baby roots. So I tried my absolute darndest to re-root the vine and I just kind of pushed it into the ground. It did not work and the pumpkin died and rotted. However, I am doing a mini science experiment because Jake and I were out there talking about it and he said, why don't you cut it open and dry the seeds out and then just replant them? I'm really not sure if it will work only because the pumpkin wasn't mature, so I don't really know what the rules of seeds are in vegetables. However, today I did cut it open. I took a bunch of seeds out and they're drying on my counter right now, so I'll probably plant them either tomorrow or Monday and we shall see. I will keep you updated. This week's Instagram quote is just a cute little thing that says there are always sunny days ahead and it is by BW underscore illustrations. As per usual, I will share it on my personal Instagram and on the podcast Instagram. Let's jump into the meat and potatoes of this episode because I have a lot to say. And when I say that, I mean I literally have four entire pages of notes. This week we are talking body neutrality, body positivity, all kinds of stuff about body image, how you feel about yourself. So if any of that is sensitive to you or triggering to you, I'm going to put that out there right now. I don't want to make anyone upset. So if you feel like you'll be upset with me for talking about my experience, how I view this, please don't listen. Pinky swear I will always love you for protecting your peace, even if it means not listening to me ramble. The reason I actually thought to talk about this was because yesterday I took my kids to the beach and I put on my bathing suit and I played in the water with them like mermaids. I was vlogging yesterday morning, so I had my camera set up and I was recording us playing and it's a really cute video now as well, but also I was watching it back while I was editing and I realized I did not care at all what it looked like. I was having so much fun with the kids in the moment and I just, I literally did not care. Hearing them laugh and watching them play and interact with me, I also realized that they could not give a crap less about my body. It is by far the least incredible thing about me to them. They love my voice, they love my hugs because they come from love and comfort, how I make them feel safe and cared for, they do not care about the extra skin or fat on my stomach or that my boobs hang lower than they ever have, so why should I? Now, is it important to feel good? Absolutely. But how others perceive your body, as long as you feel okay and good, it literally is not your problem. Because in that moment, if someone would have seen me playing in the water with my kids and having the time of our life and thought anything negatively about my body, that is so much more a reflection of their character and not mine. So today we're talking body neutrality. 
I have tried so hard to get to a place of true neutrality with my body because it truly deserves nothing less than to be hated. It deserves to be at least appreciated for everything it's done and has done for me, for carrying my kids, for carrying me around so I can explore life. I'm going to tell you right now, this is way deeper and more personal than five easy steps to body neutrality. Kind of like parenting, it unroots a lot of things within yourself that you didn't even realize were a problem or realize that they were the reason you felt the way you do about your body. Basically, everything that I'm about to say was discovered by me in a place that I was not doing well with my body. But in order to appreciate my body for what it is, I had to uncover those things. It took me conscious work daily every time I looked in the mirror to reroute these things about myself. So this is my experience. Please don't take this as the gospel, but I do hope it gets you thinking if this is something you struggle with. And as usual, I hope you just take something, anything positive from this. First and absolute foremost, would this be my podcast if I didn't do some research? Everything in the next couple of minutes is from the clevelandclinic.org. It's just a clinic in Cleveland. But I wanted to know the difference between the body positivity movement and the body neutrality movement. So let's start with body positivity. This movement advocates for acceptance of all bodies regardless of size, shape, skin tone, gender, or physical ability. The idea that beauty is constructed by society and shouldn't determine your self-worth. It's about feeling confident in how you look. Basically, just that you and everyone around you are beautiful no matter what anyone else thinks or says. Now to flip to body neutrality, body neutrality is neither loving or hating your body, the notion of acceptance and respect rather than love. It prioritizes the body's function rather than its appearance, acknowledges that it's only one part of you and not the totality. Your value is not tied to your body, nor does your happiness depend on what you look like. So I'll give you an example for each. For body neutrality, you'd say, I love my legs because they help me run. And for body positivity, you'd say, I love my legs, cellulite and all, they are beautiful. Do you see how in just that phrasing, just the wording of how you talk about a part of your body is the difference between loving it and feeling neutral? I truly think both of these can exist at the same time. I think you can appreciate your body while still thinking it's beautiful, hot, love it. To me personally, the movement of body neutrality is a tool to get you to that place of feeling both appreciative of the functionality while also thinking it's amazing. Honestly, a lot of the scrutiny of the body positivity movement is the toxic positivity where you're just convincing yourself and being overly positive about something to compensate for feeling so bad about it. And while I very much believe in if you say something a million times, you start to believe it, in some circumstances, I feel like it's just a cover-up and it really doesn't fix the root of the problem. And like I was saying, with neutrality being a stepping stone, I feel like going from hating your body, hating what it looks like, looking at yourself in the mirror and just loathing it, and then trying to flip straight into this positivity, I love it, it's beautiful, it's great, is really, really difficult. And that's why I think having that neutral middle ground first is really important. There are very few things that do not need a neutral ground between the positive and the negative, and I think this falls in that category as well. But in the example I gave about the legs, the reason the neutrality is so different is because you don't care if it's beautiful. It doesn't really matter to you if it is. Your legs serve you a purpose, to run, to carry you around the world. It's important because it's functional, not for a view. So overall, <laughs> the body neutrality movement doesn't take outside standards into account like positivity does. 
It solely appreciates the body carrying the consciousness around. Again, I am so not bashing the body positivity movement. I just think it can be misconstrued in a lot of ways and it still puts a lot of emphasis on your outside appearance. Let me just unpack some stuff for you because I don't feel like I need to prove my credentials for needing this movement in my life, but I have always had a conventionally beautiful body. I was rail thin my entire life. I was blonde, blue-eyed, lean. I didn't get as tall as I am until probably middle school. And I'm also realizing some people might not know what I look like. Um, So if you don't, you can go to my Instagram and see me. However, prior to having kids and most of my life, people placed a lot of my worth and who I was on what I looked like. People always thought I was a dumb blonde that was just a pretty girl with a pretty face that had no intellect behind the eyes. Which saying this out loud kind of makes sense why I put so much emphasis on research and education because I'm trying to prove that I'm not stupid. We will unpack that another time. Right now we're talking about the perception of me. But I was. I'm not trying to sound like a pick-me girl that's like, oh, I was so pretty, blah, blah, blah. But I, I really was just like the standard. I was a skinny, blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl. And I was all the way until I had my first child. And then I had a second child 18 months later. And after I had my second and my body did not go back to the 0% fat body that I had as a literal teenager before I was ever pregnant, I was literally shocked. So much of my worth I placed upon my body. This is the part that I'm talking about that you have to undo stuff, find the reason, the culprit behind why you feel a certain way. One thing about me is I'm very self-aware, so I know exactly where this roots from. I have a lot of childhood trauma where terrible things happened around me when people weren't up to another person's standards and people put their outward appearances above literally everything else. And that was made very evident to me and to people around me from a very, very young age. Verbiage that was used around me, to me, about people I loved just kind of messed me up. But without going into terribly too much more detail, I place a lot of my self-worth and who I was on my outboard appearance. I thought that that made me lovable, likable, and would keep people around. So after I had kids and I did not look the same as I did when I was literally 17, I felt ugly and gross and I thought my husband would eventually stop loving me because I no longer was the person that he fell in love with whenever we were literally teenagers. Even though he has not ever, ever once said anything negative about my body in my entire existence with him, I placed that assumption on him because of my past and because of my own just projection. Since kind of getting through this mental block, him and I have talked about it a lot. And knowing my past, he completely understands why that's something I would assume or be insecure about. Jake is nothing but a great validator, so he is always just right there with the validation. However, he reassures me nonstop and has since I've had his children that he thinks my body is nothing but fantastic and amazing because not only is it mine, but it carried two of his children and brought him two children into this world. So he is just as thankful for it as I am. And that's how it should be, period. Even with his validation and his help, it took probably a year and a half to get through my thick skull that my literal bone structure changed my ab muscles separated, my boobs inflated and then deflated rapidly, and I was never, ever, ever going to look the same ever again. So once I came out of the postpartum depression fog and I could see the light of day again, I had two choices. I could either spend the rest of my life hating my body and trying to change it and let it overcome me, 
Or I could find some kind of middle ground and be thankful for all that the vessel has done for me, and I chose the latter. Okay, so I'm going to jump into how I fix this within myself or have been trying to. I still work at it every day. But again, this is not a step-by-step guide. If you start doing this, you might uncover some stuff, some feelings um, along the way. So the very first thing that I did was I stopped weighing myself completely. I deleted the app for our smart scale off my phone. At doctor's offices, I literally either look away or ask them if they're going to prescribe me medicine. And if they say no, I decline being weighed. It just literally doesn't matter to me. And I know that I'm not like dangerously obese or anything that I would need a doctor's help or input on my weight. So it just is unimportant. Sometimes they try and be sly and have it on kilograms, but I I know how to convert um, kilograms to pounds. So it does not um, do that for me. So at this point, I have literally no idea how much I weigh. Literally not a clue. I probably haven't weighed myself in two years. The next thing is I started trying to move my body to make my head feel better and not to lose weight or to punish myself. One big thing about body neutrality is it's not just like accepting your body for where it's at and if you don't feel good, just whatever. It's helping yourself feel better to help your body. Because if you appreciate something, you want to help it feel better. So I started doing things that I knew would make my head feel better, make myself feel better overall, and not in a punishing or I have to get to X weight or meet X goal. It was solely to make me feel good and that was literally it. This next one is a big one and it was I threw away, well donated, clothes that I knew I would never fit in again and I bought things that fit me right now, today, because this is the body I have today and it deserves clothes that don't pinch it. Now, clothes are expensive, so I could completely understand if maybe you just wanted to keep your clothes for if your body fluctuates at a different time in your life, but I was holding on to stuff from literally like when I was 16 and I am 25 now, so no. This next one is also very important. It was that I stopped saying I look ugly or I feel ugly or anything that referred to me as gross or ugly or blah, blah, blah to myself and also to Jake. I stopped basically all outward compliments or insults to myself and I started saying I feel good or I like how this fits or I like how this makes me feel to myself but also to others. And this one's really important to me because I don't want my children growing up hearing me say how much I hate myself. Because if you guys can't sense a theme, a lot of times we repeat things from our childhood that we hear or see. And the literal last thing I want in this entire world is for my daughter to someday look at herself and think of herself in the ways I have thought of myself. Because that would absolutely kill me if I knew that she was looking in the mirror and hated what she saw. I would much rather her be 16 and say to herself in the mirror, wow, I look strong. Wow, my legs carry me around the world. And the same goes for my son. I want him to look in the mirror and think, man, I am a good guy. I am kind. I am strong. I am smart. My outward appearance is the least interesting thing about me, but dang, do I appreciate it. After a while of these four little mindset shift things I just listed, I would notice myself looking in the mirror and thinking about everything my body had done for me that day instead of how it looked to me or how others would perceive it. When I would put on clothes, I would no longer try and hide my stomach or make myself dress how I thought others would think looked good. I only started to care about how my body felt and how I felt in the clothes I was wearing. So there's a very short list of all the things I did, but remember that I had to talk myself into that 
every single day at first. It did not come naturally. It still some days does not come naturally and that cycles basically every month, if you know what I mean. So if you are an affirmation girly or a manifestation girly, here are five that I found that are very, very good. The first one is one of my favorite sayings in the entire world. I think I've said it probably three or four times already this episode, but it is that my body is the least interesting thing about me. And man, is that so freaking true. All of the knowledge you have in your head, every emotion, every amazing connection you've made with anyone in this world, I can promise you, they don't care how you look. They care about how you make them feel who you are as a person. And that, my friend, is how you should feel about yourself because you deserve that exact same feeling. The second one is my worth is not determined by a number. That one's talking about your weight. Again, that's why I don't weigh myself because I put so much pressure on that on myself. Number three is I release all judgment towards my body. Because again, we can judge our bodies all we want, but it cannot be denied everything it has done for us. And how rude is that to judge something that's worked so hard for you its whole entire life? The fourth one is I will choose forms of movement that I enjoy and make me feel good. And the fifth is I accept and embrace the changes to my body. Again, I just want to reiterate that if you are a gym girly or a health girly, I love that for you. So all of this is not me saying that you going and doing intense workouts, whatever with your body is pointless because it makes you mentally feel good. But not everyone is in the place where going to a gym is even accessible, let alone something that they want to put all of their efforts into. So all of these things, while they are still beneficial to you, it does not discredit you and your hard work. I'm so proud of you. I'm just trying to say that for people that maybe don't want to do that, here are ways to accept the body you have today. So overall, your body is a neutral ground. It ebbs and flows with changes in life where you are, but always remember that no matter how you feel about your body, it has brought you to this point in life. Your consciousness is only able to experience the things that it has because your body has taken it around. So next time you're staring in the mirror, picking yourself apart, remember all the people you've met, all the places you've been, all the beautiful sunsets you've seen, and that is all thanks to the body that you are scrutinizing. Appreciate it, thank it for what it's done for you, and move along. I'm not perfect, and I will be fighting that part of myself forever. But again, I hope this is something I instill in my children, that their body is the least interesting thing about them. I hope this got you thinking a little bit, or at least sparked some kind of something within yourself. If you have any thoughts on any of this, let me know. I love to talk to you guys. It's my favorite part of this. But that's all for this week, and I will talk to you later.